Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 188, How Large Is Your Network? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about networking. Oftentimes, people think of networking as just getting in the car, going to some social event for business people, meeting other business people, and begging each other for business. This isn't what networking is at all. That's what they call it in the professional world, but those are networking events. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the attraction that you have around you, the people that know you, like you, and trust you, and all the different people that you've had an impact on life during your entire time here on this planet. So let's talk about it today. Let's break down some of the different people you might not have thought of and how you might know more people than you think you do. Because when it comes to the size of most people's network, they make an understatement about it. I think the reality of the reason is it allows them to enable themselves to not have to make those phone calls, to not have to make those connections, and to not worry about that big R, right, of the rejection. People worry so much about getting rejected that they reject themselves by never entering the race. So which is worse, to have never known or to know that maybe it didn't work out? A no is a yes in our industry, folks. To hear someone say to you no means good. I don't have to waste my time anymore on you. I'm going to go to someone else. It's that unknown, that question mark, that I don't know where we left off type client that should frustrate you the most because in the future, they're going to buy or sell, but with somebody else. So you always want to be on top of yes or no, but networking, networking, networking. So let's talk about some people first off. We have everyone from our old roommates. We have our high school friends. We have the people who we grew up on the same street as, the ones that we went to daycare with, the ones who we did swim lessons with, the ones who we maybe played sports with, the one who lived across the street from us. There is so many people in our lives, right? I bet you could put down at least 120 to 150 people without even thinking very far on it. I think it'd be very simple for you to put it down. And then when you think to yourself, well, then they know 150 people and they know 150 people, it means that you're not far from pretty much anybody in the world. So just because you don't know somebody directly doesn't mean you don't have access to them. One big mistake real estate agents always make is to constantly push, are you looking to buy or are you looking to sell? This is a very aggressive question when asked more than one time over the course of someone's life to the point where some real estate agents might not know it, but they have friends and family that avoid them. The reason they avoid them is because every time they're around, they're telling them how dumb they are to be a renter or all different things. And they're trying to say it in a constructive criticism way, but they don't realize is that it really kind of hurts people's feelings and makes them feel like they have to answer these yes, no, hot button questions. Are you going to buy or sell to them? How can you use Susie down the street? Blah, blah, blah. So what we want to do is make it more of an open floor plan. So we want to ask them more about ideas of like, do they know anybody that wants to do something? Because remember, if I said to someone, who do you know that wants to do this? They themselves might be that person and you didn't say, do you want to? So they're not worried. Like if they just say, oh yeah, I, I don't know anyone right now. But if they do need to move or whatever, they might say, you know what, Sean, as a matter of fact, not only do I know somebody, but actually myself, I'm looking to move soon and I just was about to reach out to you. Now, 
I know that sounds weird and it sounds like, geez, you're just asking questions anyways, but the way people's brains take things in has a lot to do with framing. We've talked about framing in many other episodes, but it's the general concept of how you depict something. It's like if I say to you something like this, like, hey, John, you did a great job, but unfortunately, you don't hear anything before the word unfortunately. Or, hey, Bill, you did a great job, but as soon as I say that but, it negates the words after it. So we have all these different ways that we actually frame out words that we need to think about, right? Because it's like when we assume reasonableness on the other side, right? What happens when you say like, oh yeah, yeah, they, there's no reason they shouldn't take care of that because you already offered for over 50 grand over asking, it's only a window. Now, when we do this, we let people's emotions run wild. So in networking, one of the things you want to be is you want to be the person who pushes the network forward, the person who creates the events, the person who ties people together, the person who is the introduction person, an open network, as they call it, spending time to know that other people know each other instead of just being in a room and going, oh, I know this person, I know that person. Say to yourself, oh, my God, I bet Martha would love to meet Jen because they both are into rowing and it'd be so great for them to have a quick conversation. The person who creates that creates almost like a little bit of an indentureness to the person, right? They feel like, hey, you know, this person helped me out. I want to help them out. It's like a monetary value gain that they had, whether it be just in the idea of social currency or in true currency because you opened up new things in their network. These people now feel like, hey, I want to do something kind for this person that did that for me. So by working in a networking type scenario and continuing to grow your network, as they call it oftentimes in real estate, the sphere of influence or a circle of influence, you're going to see great results and you're not going to have to spend nearly as much money on marketing that's going out to randoms as much as you are spending time and energy and money eating lunch with friends and family and all these other people. So that way there you can increase your sales. So the larger your network, the larger your net worth, they always say. But the truth is knowing people counts, especially in a business full of sales where not everyone's going to move every year and knowing more people means you're going to be closer to more transactions. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound that subscribe button. Also check us out on the web at realfactsonrealestate.com. I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you.